0: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. We gotta no here, please. I don't even, I don't even. America, you've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, Sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about Kumbaya I hate and you. flat I earth and Stand up comedy? Bro. You want stand up comedy? Bro. Well, we got, well. We've got sit-down comedy. It's time for Coffee with a Dog. Wow, you cow. make me laugh. What's going on there? The volume on the radio. I'm sorry if I'm blowing your ears out over there on the radio. Oh, I know what happened. What happened is I suck. That's what happened. That's it. I sucked as an audio engineer. I sucked as a host. I just sucked. I think we ought to uh, uh, agree that we need to cut the camera. I, I apologize for that. Well, maybe you like it loud. But um, I think it was probably over-modulating a bit. Good morning, folks. It is, what the hell is it? It's Friday. Are you excited? Weekend's here already? Uh, I Back to gig time already. It's like, you, you know, Monday night gigs and then friday boom it's very it's a weird feeling it's a weird feeling and it happens every time we have one of these um holiday weekends like we had last weekend and i uh i'll to be quite honest i'm not ready yet uh because i have another one of these country things on sunday where i'm filling in for dave brother dave dave solomon dave the brave brother dave and the brave um and I've kind of committed to learning new country material uh, for every, come on, damn, we are hot. I am sorry about this hotness. I know I'm uh, I'm a hot guy, but my voice is like, I don't know, incredibly hot today. Not not for you folks over there on the video side, talking about people listening in their cars right now will probably just shit themselves. Whoa, who's this loud fuck? And I know you're not supposed to say uh, fuck or shit <laughs> this early in a YouTube broadcast, but fuck it. And who gives a shit? <laughs> oh, it's one of those days, is it? Yes, it is. Um, if you're pay att- paying attention yesterday, and if you are paying attention, really get a life. Don't pay attention. The-, the whole point of this is not to pay attention. Oh, by the way, the date is September 8th today, 2023. It's Friday. September 8th, 2023. I like to say that just so that there's a time stamp on this fucking thing. Uh, if I go back later on and say, when the fuck was that? Oh, now I know. Um, if you were paying attention yesterday, and again, if you were really get a life, don't pay attention. But uh, you probably heard me say, if you were paying attention, you definitely heard me say that September 7th, which was yesterday's date, felt like it should mean something. And then this morning it hit me because I was looking through my Facebook memories and people were asking how I was doing. Um, Yesterday was the seventh anniversary, eighth anniversary of my stroke. I had a stroke. Uh, The details of the stroke um, wasn't all that traumatic. It was, uh, transient ischemic attack is what they called it because i was out of the hospital the next day within 24 hours of being hospitalized what happened was um my wife and i were going through some shit we were arguing again and at the same time my son happened to be missing in action and the cops came to my house looking for my son and said he was missing and presumably had a gun and was going to hurt himself or other people and that in the in conjunction with all the shit that was going on domestically here with uh the stress just got to me and i found myself well i didn't find myself my wife found me laying on the floor basically in a comatose state uh, she called the cops. Called the uh, you know nine one one. The ambulance came to get me. Uh, they found me there, and they started shooting me up with stuff. I remember this. That's the first thing I remember is seeing a cop. I thought it was a cop. It was an EMT, but he looked like a cop. And uh, we discussed yesterday how I feel about cops. Anyway, um, putting a needle in my leg against my will. I was arguing because I don't like needles and uh that's all i remember uh, from from the start of it and then i'm in the ambulance and boom i'm in the hospital and 24 hours later i was feeling fine but uh from that moment on i had not smoked reefer in a long time uh and long time long time for me two years maybe three years something like that and i was on this uh, when i got out of the hospital they put me on this blood pressure medication and so I would not have a stroke again but this stuff made me as loopy <laughs> as loopy can be uh bouncing off of walls I did not like what the medication was doing to me and it, like a couple of weeks after that I just said you know what the hell with this stuff I'm not taking this stuff and I I'm just gonna get high it keeps me keeps me cool I am I haven't had an incident since I think marijuana, CBD, THC, all that kind of stuff is far more effective than the stuff pharmaceutical stuff uh, companies want to, and doctors, because they're on the payroll of pharmaceutical companies, want to ram down your throat or my throat, not necessarily your throat. But if you ever have a transient ischemic attack, it will be your throat, too. Uh, but speaking of wellness, we have a new sponsor I want to tell you about. Here you go Green Space, uh, Rocky Point. Uh, uh and Mount uh is it Mount Sinai No Miller Place yeah two locations here uh green space CBD and health and wellness now this is uh funny because in my day wh- you wanted to get some bud you just called your guy you didn't go to a CBD and wellness specialist if you call there Greenspace space uh greenspaceli dot com go to the website or if you can call there. You'll get a prompt uh, to hold for your next wellness specialist. I just want to talk to my guy. You got it? Yeah. What do you got? You got you got uh, bud? Yeah. All right. I'm there. That's that's what I'm there for. I'm there for the bud, buddy, pal. Uh, Anyway, GreenspaceLi.com. I hope you'll check them out. Uh, We're hoping to you know drive some business for them uh if you need wellness and uh <laughs> a health and wellness uh specialist to uh help you get some bud now i really like the two guys who own the own the company really good and uh easy to work with one of the guys who um works for them i i i suggested to him because as you know I'm very uh, environmentally conscious. This is how they package stuff. Uh, you get an eighth in a plastic, plastic jar like this, and I say, I, "I, if you know me, if you know anything about me, this is like a day, maybe two days. Nah, in in some in some situations, it might be three days, but one of these for every three days of my life." That's a lot of fucking plastic and plastic is the devil. plastic is what is ruining the planet. It's not the only devil, but it is it is the environmental devil it's it, it, the biggest one that is causing us everywhere you look and people don't don't get this so uh uh I know mean, I'm scattered here um I brought these back to the store empties. And there's a kid working there who's not one of the partners, and I said, you know, I don't want to see these at the fucking bottom of the ocean. We're gonna we're gonna have a pile of it at the bottom of the ocean before long because this shit does not decay. And this kid, yeah, I call him a kid, probably in his twenties or something, maybe thirties, wanted to argue with me that they. Uh, the stuff about pl- plastics in, in the ocean and landfills is overblown. If you had, And he tried to come up with, like, Trumpian statistics. I, I felt like choking the fucking kid. Now, here you go, my blood pressure's rising. That if you piled up all the plastics, it wouldn't be as big as the store right now. All the plastics in the whole world, it wouldn't be as big as the store right now. I just wanted to jump over the counter and choke the fuck out of this kid. Are you fucking plastic? Plastic's everywhere. Everywhere, every, every plastic, 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 plastic. <laughs> everywhere you look, everything you touch has plastic. Your steering wheel has plastic. Your cock is probably coated in plastic. Everything. If you go to the store to buy anything, go to a grocery store. And just look at the packaging. Oh, sorry, Jordan. You're not allowed in here right now. Get out. Go to a postmodernist uh, podcast. Um, everything you go, anything, and some of it is wrapped in layers of plastic. So you buy processed cheese. Now I'm not saying buy processed. Don't buy processed cheese product. It ain't even cheese. It's called cheese product. But if you look at that, it's phony cheese wrapped in plastic all stacked together and wrapped in more plastic. Anything you buy, even fruits and stuff. Plastic, plastic, plastic. Everywhere. So don't tell me that all (laughs) the plastic at the bottom of the ocean could fit inside of GreenspaceLI.com in Rocky Boy. It just can't happen. It's, you know... I used to work in a uh for a brief time as a marketing director for a company that made packaging machines. Packaging machines that rely on plastics or you know they melt their own plastics, they form their own plastics, they create more plastic packaging than you can imagine. And as a weed smoker and a green guy and a, and working with green space, well, I, I want to see as little as plastic as possible. And I don't think marijuana and green people, green people, <laughs> little green men, um, should be just, you know, diving into packaging like this without, you know, recycling this stuff. And because, all right, so these are already made. So I bring them back. And, and now the owner is happy to take them back. The owner of Green Spaces and happy to reuse this stuff which is what I wanted to hear. I'm not looking for any, you know, deposit and <laughs> any of that kind of stuff. I just want to see less plastic at the bottom of the ocean. This is a problem with packaging everywhere. And, you know, I'm on a big um, anti-plastic kick, obviously. You see that. But I'm really looking. Take, take a moment to, uh, to look around and notice. Now, back in 1966, 67, There's a movie called The Graduate. You probably are not aware of it because you're young. Dustin Hoffman, soundtrack uh, by um, Simon Garfunkel, mostly a musical soundtrack by it. Um, I think it was directed by Mike Nichols, Day of the Dolphin, Mike Nichols. Um, Great film, Mrs. Robinson. Are you trying to seduce me, Mrs. Robinson? Uh, But there's a, a point where Ben dustin hoffman he's just graduated and he doesn't know what he's gonna do with his life and his uh future or or what she wanted to be his future father-in-law which never uh, happened uh says to him one word ben plastics plastic benjamin yeah good morning craig craig's in the chat room good morning Craig. craig craig's old enough to remember the movie what we've done since 1960s because plastics was not a thing until that you know everything was made of cheap paper cardboard, like you know that kind of stuff. Plastics became a thing in the fifties and sixties. What we've done in that time is incredible. We talk about all the other kind of pollutions, none of it matches plastic. Look around where you are right now. How much plastic do you see? I mean, really, take a look around where you are. Plastic, 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 plastic. <laughs> I'm on a plastic kick. So, um, particularly in the marijuana and CBD packaging, um, field, I want to see people need to speak up about this, and 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 really be proactive about it. I know it, people feel like it's inconvenient. Oh, they're doing away with plastic straws. There's a reason they're doing away with plastic straws. Plastic is up your ass. Plastic is also very toxic. When I was a kid, man, I'm rambling this morning, aren't I? It's Friday, I'm on a rambling mood. Uh, And G.D. Fenderson is sitting in the back, and I'm going to bring him in in a couple minutes, see if he's got any plastic he wants to uh, get rid of. (laughs) Uh, William Conway might be uh, joining us with the news. I don't have a guest. Well, I had a guest scheduled for today. It was Tommy Chong, and I was hopeful I have cheats been rescheduled for October sixth Friday October sixth and it's looking far more positive that we'll have uh cheat on, on that program but if you're if you're so inclined do what you can even if you're just a guy you know not a wellness counselor but a guy selling weed we used to do it in plastic baggies those were bad enough plastic baggies were not anywhere near as bad as this stuff oh look I got a full one uh I got several full ones here. Yes, I do. <laughs> Don't hold that against me. Anyway, uh, that's my anti-plastic kick. Um, we've totally fucking ruined the planet with plastic. And plastic is highly toxic. Highly toxic. This is why, if you're going to get a butt plug, make sure you get it using non-toxic materials. From <laughs> I'm covering all the bases with the sponsors today. Uh, we got Green Space. We got uh, EnticeMe.com uh where you can get non-toxic butt plugs and uh dildos and whatever gags ball gags (laughs) (laughs) i am fucking on a roll here i don't know what's wrong with me today well same thing that's wrong with me every other day anyway i'm just gonna take a uh, am i gonna take a short break yes i uh i got something oh i know what i wanted to yeah covering all the bases i am fucking shot that's what's going on i wanted to uh play you this before we come back and uh we'll say hello uh to gd did i even load it up or did i no i don't think i did i am a dick i am a dick we knew i was a dick let's see if i can load this up now while we're oh i did load it up i just can't read it's right in front of my face introducing Mind Dog Coffee. If you are a coffee connoisseur and want to experience the best coffee, we invite you to try Mind Dog Coffee. With a variety of roasts from all around the world, Mind Dog Coffee is premium gourmet coffee expertly roasted and delivered to your door. From award-winning growers, we strive to provide our loyal customers with the best quality and freshness. Your favorite people are waking up to Mind Dog Coffee. Get your day started with a hot, energizing cup of vibrant, exclusive Colombian dog roast or the ranch hands ready for work with our Cowboy Blend. Order now at minddogtv.com shop. Man who doesn't drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> Good morning, GD. How's it going?
1: All right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing real good.
0: How uh, much plastic
1: that, that, are you covered in? Um, right now, I'm not exactly sure. I know the hair is natural. The hair is natural, and the hair, but then the but from here, the, but then the earbuds start, and that's plastic. Earbuds are plastic.
0: Yep, everything is I fucking do, plastic.
1: I do not know how much plastics in the fabric that I have on. I, I do not know. Uh what is
0: what is Craig saying can i find a coffee sponsor that is uh, 9.95 for uh, oh for a 2 pound bag oh you want the cheap coffee well i can get coffee for you but not gourmet coffee listen you have never tasted anything quite like the whiskey barrel blend uh it, you know what cowboy coffee was really good it's great for a bowel movement if you need it but the whiskey <laughs> barrel blend is my new thing no, it's a little more expensive. I believe we start at like thirteen ninety five for the cheapest gourmet coffee, fourteen ninety five for a one-pound bag, um, and then the price goes up. You can get a 12-pound bag and all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. I got I got thrown off by our sponsor stuff. I'm trying to sell here. If you haven't noticed, I'm selling. I'm selling uh, weed. I'm selling butt plugs. I'm selling coffee. What do you got? You got the stuff you
1: need. You me. are int- you are an entrepreneur. You just need to sell CDs and uh Know maybe some band stuff maybe maybe uh well do you have you don't have you have space available on your head you could do you could actually rent space you I could,
0: I've, I have yeah. done I have done that my friend I I'm way ahead of you I started advertising you selling advertising space on my bald head probably 25 years ago Wow not, not a lot of people uh want that space you would think it would be prime space because it does get a lot of uh views especially when I'm yeah. not playing but. No. Yeah. You know what people think people don't take me seriously when it comes to, to headspace. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh are you are you it's weekend time. Are you gigging this weekend? You got gigs, you got shows, you got anything coming up?
1: No, no. I thought I was gonna be doing something for Easter Seals, but there was a conflict which never got resolved. And so you don't resolve the conflict, you don't play.
0: I yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard Easter Seals mentioned in a really long time. Um, that was
1: part of the conflict. I said, are you mess- are you fucking with me? No, no, just yeah. <laughs> no. No, what
0: now? What do they do? I know they're a charity, but what is it, is what is their main cause?
1: Uh and well, the, the thing that they were promoting this time was like matching wheelchairless people with wheelchairs, matching legless people with legs. You know, uh, basically. Help, helping disabled people
0: what would you do if i say attitude would you stand up and walk out on me see this is this is uh you, when you ever you say the wheelchair thing it, it brings me back to the very the weird moment. I was talking about this when I did five minutes of stand-up the other day. There was a nursing home gig I wasn't prepared for. Uh, I was late getting there and I quickly set up and my first song I played was uh, with a little help from my friends. The people, the old folks like that. And right. I, I got like right, in the, I sang the first line of the song, what What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out of me? And I looked around the room and there's uh, 50 people and half a leg. <laughs> one person had half a leg. And it wasn't even a half a leg. It was just kind of like a uh, sort off ball of a leg. Like, Now, uh, was it a
1: communal leg? I mean, did they share it, or was it just belonging to one, it one was, person? It was just one guy. But, oh, okay, it, so I didn't have
0: to share it. Right, but so, yeah. And he's sitting there, and the leg had a mind of it, the The ball. It was like a little sausage ball, and it had a mind of its own. It was bopping to this song, and it was really yeah. fucking me up. Like, I, I, I wanted to laugh. I wanted to go hide. It was a very weird kind of uh, situation. But anytime you talk about wheelchairs and stuff like that, my mind goes right back to that moment. I'm going to probably carry that with me until the day I die. <laughs> uh, so I was t- talking yesterday uh, or uh, this morning. <laughs> talking before about having a stroke and getting off the medications that they were giving me and going back to marijuana. You are you right. a weed smoker? Uh,
1: yes and no. I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I just not allowed to do it in the house because the smell lingers.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I'm not allowed I'm to a- do it in the house either.
1: Um, outdoors, maybe I do have um, some edibles. Uh, I, I I wanted to mention something. I had a, a, a number of friends. When within a week, I had like three friends who had had strokes within one week. And so each one I called and I said the same thing to them. I said, "You realize that um, life and golf are, or life is like golf, and that the fewer strokes, the better." <laughs> And they all laughed. At least, I, at least one of them I think was laughing. I couldn't tell because it sounded like this. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been there, but yeah. it didn't last long for me. I got my speech back within like probably eight hours of, of the stroke, and I was fully. I played a gig that, uh, that happened on a Sunday night, and I played a gig that Friday, the the Friday immediately after that and everybody will people will call me i'll sub for you on the gig I'm like no you're not taking my gig because i know that i know how it works you you sit out once and you 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 got somebody else to sub for you on a gig and then the gig's not yours anymore they're gone that gig is gone it's it belongs to the guy who sub for you so i'm paranoid right. about that oh i'm getting back and i i played the gig and it was fine um uh, but yeah it was, you know uh but I think the pharmaceutical company, and listen, I'm not going to, I know everybody knows pharmaceutical companies rape us. They, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, but I do think marijuana, I'm not, I hate to sound like this because Tommy fucking drives me crazy with this shit because he acts like it's a fucking cure for everything. CBD, uh, you know, it doesn't cure everything. But in some cases, it can make up for a lot of the bullshit medicines that they give you to calm you down or keep you neutralized and all that kind of stuff.
1: Right, yeah. especially for like PTSD. I, I know quite a few veterans who use CBD to treat their PTSD, and there's too many letters in there. We should, ah, yeah, too many letters.
0: Well, if you have if you're LGBTQ uh, and you have PTSD, you should call the CIA and get some LSD. Um, oh, it, it,
1: and that'd be a short trip to the store. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what is uh William saying? You like the Chinese women that have babies in rice paddies. You all like the Chinese women who have rice. Um uh, I ha why? <laughs> why am I like me or or, or G D, who's who's like the Chinese women that have Babies in rice paddies. I, 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 I might have lost. Maybe I, maybe I need to. Smoke oh, now. I got. Yeah, I.
1: It's the, it's there is the thing that um was talking about you having a stroke and continue working. the, the oh, yeah. thing is that uh, a, a Chinese woman would have a baby in a rice paddy and then the they just keep on working. Oh as well as the yeah, baby. they do yeah. it with
0: a gun at at their head though. They don't do it just for for fun or or afraid that somebody's gonna take their job.
1: Uh, it, it, right yeah Um uh, so yeah young William though william's young he doesn't he doesn't know the whole story he just knows the funny part yeah Not- <laughs> yeah he's been very
0: good with the news uh very very good with the news i'm extremely impressed with what he's been doing with the news um so there's that i don't know um this morning in buzzfeed there's a story uh and I thought it might be somebody I had on the program about a woman who walked a thousand miles alone in Europe and learned that fear is the price of freedom. True. Now, she talks about walking this trail in Europe as a single woman, which that would. But I had a guest on and I had to look through it to see if this was the guest I had on. I've had so many guests on the meet the author stuff, uh, like fifteen hundred of them. And I had a woman who walked the El Camino, what what is it, uh, Camino Santiago de Composte. Uh, it's a thousand mile trail of pilgrimage uh, through Europe. And she's 70 years old and she walked it. Seems to be a lot of people doing these spiritual uh, walks, you know, thousand miles or more. There are people who walk from, and there are two different roads. There's one that starts in Russia and goes down to South Africa that you can walk without ever, you know, having to take a boat or a plane or anything, you know, continuous walk or road. And there's another one that's like from Alaska down to the southern tip of South America that people walk. But it takes oh yeah, it takes you through all four seasons and like you have to have a backpack full of stuff. I can't imagine doing that even at my age being a guy. It's very different from being a woman. Uh but being and just you know, having all that kind of stuff to take with you, that backpack full of winter clothes, summer clothes, and everything in between. And then I, I would have to bring probably a billion of these to get me through. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, you know, those pilgrimages. I, I, You got any thoughts on the pilgrimage, the spiritual pilgrimage?
1: Well, if, if I'm all for self-discovery. Whatever whatever it takes, as long as it doesn't harm other people, um, I just i am glad that they can afford to do it. I, With my income, I'd be like Lao Tzu. I would take the first step for each of those journeys, but I couldn't afford to take many more after that. Right,
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, this 70-year-old woman, I think her husband died like shortly, the one that I interviewed, shortly before that. She came into whatever the insurance money was, and that was enough to pay. All right, uh, her mortgage was probably paid off seventy years old. Maybe, not always the case. Um, yeah, but yeah. So she, okay. yeah, she had that. That's what I'm leadership. saying. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. That's and and I don't think in that case, I don't think that she was doing a spiritual journey. I think she was on the lamb, and she didn't come back until her name was cleared. <laughs> okay. That's why she went. That's, why that's she how she went to that, That's that how was... she did. Yeah, she disappeared on the back roads until and once she got to the other end they like okay they cleared me up my in my husband's death I will return that would
0: <laughs> definitely be the reason I would uh but I would run a thousand miles then not walk I'd be running the whole time well at uh,
1: 70 she had to you know make do
0: there are things that happen when the police ch- uh, you probably know uh <laughs> you're a black guy how could you not know um <laughs> When the police are ch- chasing you, it's like all of a sudden you find Superman strength. I mean, I I remember jumping over oh, fences yeah. in a single bound that I put, I could have not have done if I was you know consciously in in a basic calm mindset. I could have not done it in four or five bounds, and it would have taken me a minute. Cops chasing you, that that fence is nothing you you leap over it you you
1: become a, a super athlete <laughs> i have never been chased for something i actually did though wow the, it, yeah so every time i've been chased I had a gun pulled on me literally it was some other black guy they were looking for and not to the, some and they didn't always look like me they just happened to be in the same general vicinity uh, yeah, like, no. 20 yeah. <laughs> like 20 miles i would say 20 that miles
0: I- I've probably never been chased for something I actually did either. We used to well one time I was chased because we were in a woods where kids were getting high and but we didn't have any It was me and another guy, and somebody called the cops and the cops were coming through this woods, and we saw the cop coming, and then he ended up chasing I'm in high school at the time he ended up chasing her around this whole neighborhood, and this is where I'm just leaping over fences like a fucking super athlete. And then finally, we got to this fence that was like 30 feet high. And I just looked at it and said, I didn't do anything wrong. What the fuck am I running for? And the cop finally, like, he, he just wanted to beat the hell out of me for making him jump over all those fucking fences. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we used to play games to just try to make, you know, you see a cop and you just run and see how far you, you get and get away from him and that kind of stuff. <laughs> But I yeah, for, for what I for the crimes I committed, no, I don't think I've ever been chased by a cop.
1: Now I remember those we were teenagers once there was myself now this was uh an a very racially diverse group. Uh you know um we were teenagers in high school. We were smoking some weed and the police got wind of it, no pun intended, and they came over to, to arrest us. Now there were white kids and black kids and there was one white kid who was in a wheelchair and there was a black kid who should have been in a wheelchair, but his parents couldn't afford it. So he just limped around a lot. We called him Joe Cripp. Uh, and there was this, so the police started giving us grief. I mean, well, we had the weed, you know, you could smell it. We didn't think they were stupid. We just thought they were cops. So they, uh, there was one young white girl said, uh, I'm, I want your badge number. I, and me and the other two black guys looking at each other, going, No, no, don't, don't, oh, don't, don't start that. No, 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 you can't do that. And she was, and, and, and just, oh, just before they showed up, um, we wanted to hide the weed. So the, the kid in the wheelchair goes, Put the weed under my butt. They won't move me. They won't touch me. You know, they, and it didn't. They didn't check the guy in the wheelchair. And he, and all the weed was like under his thighs. We just He's put like, pretty tall in that uh, wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a good, like a good quarter pound of weed underneath his ass, you know. Uh, so they didn't; they never checked him, and they took the three of us, the three black guys. They took us into custody, but not into custody. They took us into their cars, and they took us out into the woods. And we all know that we're going to die. that's this is it. Because we're in we're in Howard County, Maryland, which was like. If if you weren't in the clan, then you were wow. still in the init- really? you, you were still in the initiation stages and you hadn't been accepted into the clan yet. So if you right. weren't in the clan, you were just in waiting. So we just knew we were dead. We're like we're gone. But that's it. You know, these three white cops got us, where they're taking us out to the woods. And they did the worst thing they could possibly do to us. They took our shoes and left us in the woods. So that we'd have to go home and explain to our parents why we didn't have shoes. That was and my mother did not play. I had, when my mother was finished with me, I'd rather have faced the cops. I would rather have faced the cops than rather than explain to my mother why those brand new Jack pascal tennis shoes are gone from my feet. Good morning, Willie. Good morning. How are you? Have, I, you, met, I, have you met GD, GD Willie? You, no. hello.
2: We've never we've we've
1: like exchanged pleasantries over the text thingy in the chat room yeah
0: Uh uh-huh
1: and and uh but we have not shared screen time together well he's wearing plastic headphones uh i am
0: yeah what else else?
2: there's definitely plastic on my shoes because they're and ones from walmart
0: right Uh, ah see that (laughs) yeah there's plastic everywhere it's just a problem
2: um yeah, it's a real problem. I mean that that dude definitely shouldn't act like it's not a problem. It's 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 a definite issue. Just I hate the with- I hate the straw thing though. The fact that they're making these like biodegradable. Like I literally like yeah, it's biodegradable. All right, I feel I I like I can taste it, like decomposing as I'm using the fucking thing. <laughs> fucking give me a plastic straw, please. I don't give a shit about the turtle. Like, jeez. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: All right, I you know what all of it is not convenient. The stuff that we they used to give you plastic bags at the grocery stores now they don't and all that stuff. I yeah, but at some point we have to stop dumping fucking.
2: Yeah, no, I ocean. mean there, but like to me, there's definitely some uses out there that you know what I mean. But like, and grocery bags are a a really really good example. Uh I really like. Reusable grocery bags and stuff like that, um because it, there is a lot of waste, you know. Um, Fucking a, but people that act like it's not really an issue, just that really dumbfounds me.
0: And if you care at all, you they call you like an environmental uh, radical, um, a radical environmentalist. You, you you know what? Right. The, Even if you, because I'm getting a lot of comments right now on YouTube, and and the Flat Earth people are back, and uh, that's all right, you can let the dog bark freely. Um, Flat Earth people are back uh, harassing me again, and the fucking right-wing crazy people that think that if you have any, uh, any kind of things that you agree with the left on, that you must be a radical. Those people are back and on right. global global warming. I'm getting people who are arguing with me that, and, and there is no argument for this. That it's not a thing, even right. if even if you buy their premise of psych, cyclical, or cyclical, uh, you know, weather impact climate patterns throughout uh, ten thousand years, twenty thousand years histories. You still acknowledge that it's a real thing. It's happening. The ice age happened. You can't say, well, you can say, well, mankind didn't uh, cause that, but you can't say it didn't happen. So even if you buy this whole cyclical thing, it's happening. Whether right. so, so to not deny that there's any global warming or any of that stuff. But this kid with his argument about, you know, all the plastics in the bottom of the ocean could fit into this, this store. Like, get the fuck out. I want to jump over the fucking counter and choke him and say, wake up, you fucking idiot. There's more plastic in this store right now than you can fit in this store. (laughs) 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 I'm a radical environmentalist. All I care about is just, you know, uh, not having so much fucking toxic fucking plastic everywhere because eventually it does get into who we are. We are becoming plastic.
2: Well, it would be great if, like, you know, places like the the dispensary or whatever that you're talking about, you know, if they had some sort of incentive program to bring some of that shit back and so that they could reuse it. You know what I mean? Like, that's that'd what be I'm, great. That's what I'm here to do. And trying it doesn't to put, have to not be just a lot, I don't think.
0: Yeah, not just them. I think everybody who is, but you can if you're going to hire these fucking Trumpian type of, uh, kids running you to, to run your store. <laughs> but I think everybody in the green
1: business should em- embrace green yeah. mentality. <laughs> yeah. But the odd, the odd thing is that before, before plastic when we were using glass bottles, that's everybody took the glass bottles back. I right. mean, yeah. And you, as a matter of fact, I don't, I think with all the trash in our streets, Back then, the one thing you did not have was glass bottles on the streets because we were looking for those and we took them to the store. Right, you know, that was like our income when we were kids. Absolutely, right, right. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I remember growing up in Iowa, we collected cans, we collected bottles because that those were nickels, yep. man. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> My wife brings bottles back to the store, and so she has made me do it too. And I would say it can be a hack going there with a fucking. Ba- with hefty bags full of bottles and putting them in one at a time and all that kind of stuff, and then you get your little coupon, you pre- present that at, at the checkout, and they give you your cash back. It could be a hack, but it's it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. I know, yeah. you know, I know about the inconvenience. People act like, uh, again, radical uh, environmentalists. No, I just believe that you don't shit in your kitchen. You don't shit where you eat. And and why is that such a hard fucking concept to fucking sell to people who are they just interested in corporate profits? We need you know, it kills jobs. Well, it doesn't really kill jobs being yeah. an environmentalist. I
2: you know, that. with the rise in popularity of ass eating, that phrase has really fallen out of favor. Yeah. The don't shit where you eat kind of thing. There's a lot of people eating where they are eating where they shit. I know. Well, (laughs) I had
0: that argument with a kid on Twitter because I said, "I, uh, oh no, Joe Walters on this show." He said uh, I was on the ass eating stuff and how I'm not. You know, my generation were not big ass eaters. It wasn't really on the menu. You had to order it special from. from China or, or Canada.
2: Right, yeah, yeah, it came from somewhere else. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but he said, would you eat, you know who Margot Robbie is? I said, yeah. He said, would you eat her ass? I said, no.
2: Absolutely. He, he said, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, all right, here,
0: here's my, my pushback on that. If she shit on a plate, would you eat it?
2: I mean, no, not straight shit. Why would I do that? That's different, Matt. No, oh. it's not. It's not the same. I I love you, bro, but it's not even close to the same.
0: Tell that to Mark, however, however, to the chances
2: Norman. for parasites still exist, so yeah. be wary.
0: Fecal matter is in there always, yes. and yes. L- Norman had. But
2: listen, know. there's fecal matter fucking everywhere because not, we could just not, go back to the whole thing of nobody fucking washes their hands. Ever, you know what I There's mean? There's
0: like... no fecal matter in whiskey barrel blend mind dog coffee. <laughs> right. Mark right. Norman had, had a special where he... and I don't know if it was a special, but he got something on online where his head is this fucking big. And I was like, what's what's with that? And somebody explained to me, I think it was Robert Taylor who explained to me, he talks about that, that it, was, it got a infection from... Or, or a reaction to eating ass. It was fecal matter right. that made his head. Bl- uh, <laughs> don't eat ass. What What does that say?
1: It's a black thing. Not Not a black thing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well so, then, uh, I will, so y'all
0: I do I that sign up to be a black
1: man? Then, because <laughs> that's, that's, I I want out. Yeah, like, that's a real white people shit. <laughs> I'm just saying because because y'all were having this conversation and I had nothing to contribute. But I didn't want to feel like so I just wanted to have people let people know that I wasn't mute. I wasn't frozen. and uh, My my I do I am still moving. I just didn't want to know. I just that's I'm just not in the conversation.
2: Yeah, no that that that's great. That's great. Well, <laughs>
0: let me. Let me just say that you're not our only black
1: comedian. <laughs> and I have... Well, I'm sorry. Also, Uncle Walt does not count as a comedian. I'm sorry. That, I'm just...
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, you heard him because Walt was... Actually, definitely... I know him. I know him.
1: Uh, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go Walt ahead.
0: was definitely trying to convince me that uh, eating pussy is it's just an inch away. And you're going to go there anyway. And eating ass is a thing. And so... But he not even Walt. There were, uh, uh, I think... Uh, Paul P. also oh. is an ass eater and he's a black guy. I, I, no, 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 thing. no,
1: no, they, uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, it's just, I'm gonna put and not an old black thing, then I, yeah. I will, I yeah. will fix my sign.
2: <sighs> I mean, you, I, I just, I do want, I do want to just make a point of clarification here, okay, and I know that it's not going to make a difference for some people, but, uh, you know, ass eating can be very pleasurable, but uh, it's not like, listen, it's not something I'm doing as soon as my wife walks in the door from an eight hour shift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fucking. Of course not. You've got a dog. Generally, there's all a cleanliness standard that you're looking for before you begin such activity no
0: i if i ever if i i mean a gunpoint if they said you got to eat ass today i would say well <laughs> she's got to have an enema first and then a long bubble bath and then probably a bleaching of the uh the schwinter all that yeah. kind of stuff i mean right it, with the gun at my head can I at least get some accommodations here on on the right, flavor right, of ass right. That I right the flavor the flavor of yeah 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 but now cuz i've had more uh, black female comedians yeah. on uh, and they have not mentioned ass but they and the uh, most of the white female comedians have jokes about ass eating in their set i didn't i should ask some of the black ladies if they, if that's a thing with them because uh, td has got me thinking is it a racial thing is it uh, I don't know.
1: I th- Those white girls are probably generation.
2: using their privilege to make sure that their asses get eaten. Is probably what's happening. Hmm.
1: I have my my theory is like this because I, I I run into I I've worked with literally thousands of comedians. I'm of the opinion that most of them have never come within a, a hundred feet of an ass, let alone eaten one. But that's <laughs> the topic. But that is a topic that they can talk about that can get them some laughs. So they talk about it, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Half those guys haven't come within a thousand foot of an ass. Right. Well,
0: I mean, I don't know. Being
2: willing to do such things does sometimes heighten your
1: value in the market. I mean, it can, it can. I'd rather be, but uh... you still have to get past the personality. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You have to get past the personality. I'm sorry. It's, it's not, it's, it's totally different. Well, you, than, hey, I mean, listen,
2: yeah. you are what you eat. What do you expect? I mean,
0: well, it uh, is the, the old always thing. Uh, if somebody just ate your ass, are you going to kiss them?
2: Oh, bro. I mean, you yeah. know, that, this goes back to the, the like, uh, did I ever tell you about the first time a girl went ass? Yeah, to you, my you, you, you did. yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, no, I did not, like, until I knew that chick brushed her teeth again, we did not kiss. Brush your
0: teeth? I would knock the teeth out and get new ones.
2: Well, I mean, she was, nah. I mean, come on now. <laughs> we on. Uh, we my yes. oh. Dog do not promote domestic violence.
0: No, not domestic <laughs> violence. I would, I would have them surgically removed, okay? Oh, but surgically, yeah. Okay. Whatever, uh, I'd right. have a whole new mouth put, in, put on.
2: <laughs> right. Your I would, I would kiss in her. My
0: ass. Do you know what? How my ass stinks.
2: Right. I would, I would kiss her, but she had to, gar- she had to gargle, gargle using the bidet first. That's what, that's what we did. That's.
0: I, I would. She would have to actually, you know, go to a nuclear power plant and, and suck down a bunch of, you know, whatever uh, nuclear wastewater
1: to clear. Yeah. When I go out, when I go out jogging. I think that's gone a little bit too far, Uh, uh, Matt. I I think just I honestly believe that you could just take her down to Lowe's or Home Depot, rent rent a power washer with some disinfectant from aisle twelve, and that'll do it. I think. But of course, I'm still not partaking in that particular endeavor. I agree. I young
0: people ruin
1: fucking everything. They do. Yeah. If
0: it weren't, <laughs> sex was fucking a beautiful said, thing until they had just, to go there.
2: What you just said—the most curmudgeon-y old man thing I ever.
0: I'm Young aware. people ruin everything. They, they do. They ruin sex. Listen, you <laughs> had this fucking great thing that was going on for a, a hundred thousand years or however long we've been here. 14 million years, whatever the fuck it is. Oh. And then will you ruin that by fucking adding ass to the menu?
1: And, it's, and well, the thing is, it wouldn't even be so bad if they added ass to, you know, I don't care. The thing is, they make everything a fucking challenge now. So it's, it, and that's to me is the, the, the drawing the line. Everything is a challenge. And so even stupid people feel like even if they don't want to do something, they feel like, oh, it's a challenge now. I have to eat the the Tide Pod. It's a it's a challenge. I have to eat the ass. It's a well, challenge. And so that's
2: yeah, I mean that's, that's how they ruin it. That's kind of that's kind of what happened with me for pegging, because like I wanted to put there was a girl I've seen and I was like, hey, I want to put it in your butt. And she was like, uh you can if I can. And I was like, what do you think? I'm nervous? Like, what? Like <laughs>
0: I, hey, I've been to prison. Um, wait, <laughs> was her name Peggy?
2: No, her name was not. Her name was not Peggy. But that would be cool to get pegged by a Peggy. I would love to get pegged by a Peggy. That'd be that, great. Her name,
1: was, her name even was, if her she name was, was just Charles. dressed like Peggy. That'd be fine. Her, her name was Charles, and she was still transitioning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, now this brings a whole new because I know a Peggy. Uh, it brings a whole new meaning to that name. And I, you know, when introduced to Peggy, what do you mean, Peggy, kind of, <laughs> kind, of, kind of like that yeah. Richard Pryor, I think it was, uh, I don't forget one of, one of his earlier movies where he got ra- raped with a dildo in his ass. And then he was in a hotel room and a girl had an electric toothbrush and he went, well, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's got to be one of the like hear no evil, see no evil movies. It was
0: before that. It was, it was no, it was wh- before that, even. Yeah, it was one of his very first movies. I forget which one. Oh, uh, yeah, it was one of those ones that weren't really popular. We saw it at the drive in, uh, which is weird back in the day. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if young people appreciate the drive in because the drive in was a, a really cool teenage experience. Uh, we, You know, everybody snuck in or you'd have a guy who, who had a car and people would, would be in the trunk of the car or the guy would just drive in and then everybody else would hop the fence and then get and sit on the roof of their car. That was a great experience then. But we saw lots of movies every... You know the teenage, a lot of kung, kung fu movies. Richard Pryor. That's how we got all all yeah. the black exploitation movies of that era of yeah. the seventies. That's how we. That's why we learned about them because we weren't going to. Especially if you were a white kid, you weren't going to a black neighborhood and going to my neck of the woods. woods.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah you, weren't coming, you weren't coming to my neck of the woods to watch, to watch one potato, two potato, or not three indoors the hard way. because
0: they would yell at the screen and you'd like you couldn't <laughs> hear the fucking movie anyway. They always be fucking yelling the whole time. Like, wait is this a movie theater
1: or a debate? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so we learned about it's, all those
0: movies at the drive-in.
1: It, it's funny. Have- my, my my wife is white. She grew up in Maine. And so she hadn't, I don't think she'd ever been to a movie with more than one black person at a time. And so once we, I think the first one to go to a movie together, uh, and it was like, like 95% black. And she starts going. She starts going. Oh my God! This is a real thing. They're yelling at the screen. Don't go in there. Like, oh Lord! This so is real. So,
2: so you didn't tell her stop looking around? Yes, it like, like, but yeah. No, no. Make it a think about it.
1: <laughs> no, nah, because I wanted them to shut up, and nothing makes a you know, it's it's like a standoff between the white woman turning around saying, Will you be quiet? and the black person going, I'll talk if I want to. It was like a social experiment. Who's gonna win oh, out? Well my, yeah. no, my, yeah. my wife. my wife's stares went and and she won over our section, but she couldn't win over the whole theater. But I think if the right. whole theater could have seen her eyes, right she would have had a quiet yeah. theater.
2: The visual pocket knew. Like yeah, yeah. like the people the people that could see the look shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah, yeah. No, right. I get it. My wife, my wife has that same fucking look. Like it's the force. <laughs> she's she's using the force in that moment. Like, because she's not saying anything, she's just like telepathically letting me know what the fuck is up. You know what I, I hate that shit. I hate it when my wife now, does that
1: too. Uh, so now my wife has like a superpower because not only does she has the innate Karen ability, which you know, you which she inherited, but she also has from being around my family inherited the, the stink eye and the neck roll. So sure, my, my wife is not to be trifled with at all, right? She, yeah, she's, she's got she's, yeah, she's got rolled in, she's, she's got, got some updated, yeah,
2: she's got some updated yeah. software. Yeah,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> she is she's woman, she woman 3.0, right? Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: I like that. <laughs>
1: yeah so uh I
0: think we got on that by uh saying you don't eat where you don't shit where you eat, which was just a meant to kind of uh make me not a radical environmentalist but just somebody who just fucking cares about where where we live. I don't think it should be dividing us this whole idea of you know caring about pollution and plastic and stuff. it should not be something that divides us left and right and all that kind of stuff, but for some reason, anything. We're we're at a point in polarity where um, or polarization where no ma- if you're on the left and I'm on the right, if you say anything, I have to disagree with it. you. Could say I'm good looking, and I'd have to say no, that's not true because I'm on the other side of the fence. You could right. say you know you, you could say your your wife is a nice lady, and I'd have to argue no, she's a cunt. Uh, I
2: think <laughs> I think people kind of forgot how to compartmentalize. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like they're lumping everything too much together and not uh, assessing situations um, individually for what they are. You it's know what I mean? Sad
0: that we we and and it will kill us. It will be the death of us because I know I'm on a fucking soapbox here, but I, I'm looking around right now. My this room is filled with fucking plastic. And, and uh, you know, it is a very toxic thing. It doesn't go away. Not only does it not biodegrade and all that kind of stuff, it ends up in our food supply. It ends up in, in our water supply, all that kind of stuff. It ends up in our bloodstream. We have toxicity from plastics that wasn't in the human condition 60, 70 years ago. All right, I'm off the yeah. soapbox now. I just, you know, so if you're in the green space, so you're selling, if your name is green space, if you come to greenspaceli.com, Mm. Uh, try to figure out a, a better way to package it. I don't know a better way. You know, there's got to be a better way than than this
1: shit, though. You know? Well, when we were younger, when I say when I was younger, they used to, I used to go to the supermarket and they had barrels where we'd get like, you get pickles. There are a lot of things you get in bulk through barrels. So, like, you can get your pickles in the barrel, or your pig's feet in the barrel, or whatever it is, your dog food, you get scooped. So, you just put your weed in a barrel and just scoop it up take it home with you whatever um yeah. i I don't know if you got if you saw my message matt I said had to cut out at 10 o'clock yeah sure because I have a I have a hair appointment um that's- with this gen- uh, with this gentleman here um, James so styled by Samaj that's so pretentious Samaj is just james backwards all right but he does he does a great job with my hair.
0: All right. Well, good oh. luck with that. And you know what? Uh appreciate that. And I'm sure he appreciates that you just gave him a plug here. You want to put out his number or the website. Like so I'm going to have my hair done
1: like yours next like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I actually had a friend of mine, um, you know, if you if you associate with someone or for a very long for example, when if you were to mention me in a conversation, would you refer to me as a comedian I know or as my friend glenn well my
0: friend glenn i I basically say that i mean i could know you 10 minutes and i would call you my friend glenn
1: okay well in that case i can say this my friend dylan brody the comedian out in west coast he and i were talking for like we talked like maybe three in the morning my time midnight his time or something but he at the end of the conversation he goes uh GD, do you know anybody on the West Coast that does hair? Because I have a show coming up. I want my hair done like yours. Now, he has long hair, but he's, it's, uh, I'm going to reach out to see if I have any contacts out there that can get his (laughs) hair done like mine. I I know Uh,
0: Dylan pretty, uh, you know, he's, I call him a friend as well. Uh, He, you know, he can talk. So I could, I could imagine that conversation probably started at 9 p.m., but it was still going at (laughs) 3
3: Yes, 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 it
0: did. Yes, it did. It started yes. at nine. Yeah, promptly at nine. He's a great. He's a great guy and very funny. Uh, also, uh, very uh, interesting character. But we appreciate. I appreciate you being here, and uh, I'll let you go. Thanks for thanks for being part of the program this morning. All you right, see man. Him, take care. Good luck All with right. the hair. Don't come back looking like me. Uh, <laughs> GD Fenderson, folks. Uh, GDSoFunny dot com. Um. So you want to do the news now, or, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Sure. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Let me let me just change a couple of things here. I have a new intro for you for the news. Ooh, so, um, fabulous! And, and when you come back, just you will be on the screen and not me. All right. Yeah.
2: Thank you. From Music Mayhem, crossover phenom Jelly Roll joins the ranks of some pretty prestigious company. The longtime rapper turned country star just got five CMA nods as a debut artist, something only five country artists before him have done, including Garth Brooks, Willie Nelson, and the man in black, Johnny Cash. A Grass Valley, California woman was arrested on Tuesday on misdemeanor charges of having a hellified amount of weed. Fresno (laughs) County Sheriff's, Fresno County Sheriff's Office discovered over 1,200 pounds of marijuana during a traffic stop. The woman was issued a citation with an order to appear in court. Narcotics officers destroyed the marijuana, they're expected to be high until
3: 2024. (laughs) All
2: right. Uh, SF gate also reports that what the one casualty at Burning Man Festival was 32 year old Leon Reese Reese was found unresponsive on the playa during the festival officials feel that drug intoxication will end up being the cause I kind of feel like this is what B- like Bill Murray was the medical examiner like well, uh, I. Part of the Jugs. Of, of the Jugs. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, Detroit Lions, uh, in NFL news, the Detroit Lions upset the defending Super Bowl champs in the official season opener. Last night the Kansas City uh Chiefs led coming out of half, but a 50-yard pick six from Detroit's Brian Branch tied it at 14. Uh, Harris Butker hit a pair of field goals to raise Kansas City to 20, but David Montgomery's eight-yard touchdown run and Patterson's extra point put Detroit on top and gave them the 21-20 victory. Shot. So Kansas City upset in the season opener last I'm, night,
0: and that's the news. I'm pretty upset myself. Let me, let me play the out. <laughs> I love it. It make, it makes it feel like we're actually a real program here. Sure. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh oh.
0: where we start here first of all, the country shit, the jelly roll stuff and the country shit. I'm old enough to remember John Denver. He he had uh Take Me Home Country Roads and that was number 1 for the Country Music Awards. Uh song of the year and all that stuff. Charlie Pride was so fucking drunk and angry about he got up and cursed them all out they had you know he got in a lot of trouble for it because it was a network broadcast i don't think they caught all the the cursing in time but he was not happy about it. ostracized they hated the fact that a folk musician was getting a country award uh that to gone gone away jelly rolls kind of accepted by it so they don't they're not purists anymore country, country
2: i mean know. some of them are some of them are like uh travis tritt uh was definitely like when he first like when he because uh, he won um he won some cmt awards um and tra- he was when he got nominated for those travis tritt really kind of said some stuff but which is really stupid because like travis tritt is probably uh, one of the country artists you could say um, is responsible for more hip hop style in country anyway because when you look at songs like Trouble that he released back in the 90s like that's a super fast song like that's a lot like John Michael Montgomery's Sold or, um, or uh, Be My Baby Tonight Right. Like, those are all very – like, those words per minute are incredible in each of those songs.
0: Travis Shannon so post a child for, uh, remember, a few centuries ago. Uh, he, he's like, what have you done? He He's not a country artist anymore. He's a retired country artist. Uh, he lives in a town called Irrelevanceville. Uh, I mean <laughs> – so this is that's why he's piping off about everything. Sure,
2: sure, yeah, because it pu- it puts him in the limelight to be mentioning somebody who's on top for sure. I would I would definitely agree that that's more so the motivation. Your name because, is I mean, Go yeah.
0: away. Come back when you change your name to something cooler than Tritt. Tritt.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. Uh, it does seem like, by and large, country music does seem to be like really embracing Jelly Roll and 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 really lifting him up, lifting him up, which is great. But he, I think I think that it's mainly because they see how the fans respond to him. Right. You know what I mean? Like 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 people like like his music touches people, and people care about him. People care about what he's doing he just gave you know a shitload mean?
0: of money to to people of Maui yesterday or the day before so you know he's a guy who uh seems to be in his heart is in the right place he's not all about the money and all the stuff he's made enough already that he's he's doing fine and you know when yeah. people need help he's willing to help. good guy i like yeah, that yeah he
2: gives back in a lot of ways for sure yeah
0: now 1200 pounds of weed suggests, <laughs> suggests that she's not going to the dispensary uh, right. And, yeah, her... and that's
2: why she was cited is because it, it, it was for um it's not legal to have your own selling business without, um you know what I mean? Like you got to be a legitimate seller, basically. And that's what she was cited for. And that was, was... in
0: California. right Yes.
2: So now in it, Fresno it, County,
0: because they've been doing this for a uh, long enough that I would think they'd have it uh, together. And I think they probably do have it together a lot better than New York does. The problem, when it became legal in New York, dispensaries, it was more expensive to do it the right way, and sometimes the weed wasn't as good, so people were still going to their guy. But I right. would think California would have gotten it sorted out by now. Um, their, their wellness counselor, I should say, their health and wellness counselor that they're going to. Uh, I call him my guy. Uh, but right. Right. Yeah. I don't. the, the difference between give it incentivizing people to go to back to the black market and making the legal weed pay for, you know, the intent and purpose is about making it legal anyway, was to use that tax money for infrastructure and all that kind of stuff that would improve our lives. Other than that, because people are smoking it anyway, I'm all for that. I think, you know, if it's going to be legal, it should be taxed, and it, and and people should be incentivized to do it the legal way. But it has to be affordable, more affordable than doing the criminal thing. This is my same argument with illegal immigration and all that kind of stuff. Right, you make it so fucking hard to fucking do it the right way. People want to do it the right way. You make it too hard, they're gonna go the criminal way. That's the right. Uh, Twelve hundred pounds, man. So she had to yeah. be dealing. She had to be dealing.
2: Well, and, but, yeah, and, but I will say this, ju- based on the pictures, they should have put that woman in prison anyway, because it was some garbage-ass weed. It was, like, <laughs> like that's, oh, the way, that's uh, why the county sheriffs destroyed it, because, like, nobody, nobody should be made to smoke this. This is bullshit. Well, like, um looked really bunk. <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: and, and you have to eat her ass before you can smoke anybody. <laughs> right, um, right. But you don't got
2: to pay for it. You just got to eat her ass. That's
0: greenspaceli.com, you can get mushrooms, by the way. Uh, I, I've never heard of that in New York State before. But even on, on greenspaceli.com, you can get mushrooms. Uh, order them online, which is
2: – Yeah, yeah, you can get shrooms here. Yeah, uh, that place that they used to go to, the hall in uh, Albuquerque all the time, You can, they have vendors there that have shrooms. And like all sorts, you know, you can get like the microdosing capsules. You can get, dude, it's it's bananas now. Like I don't I don't even know the world I live in anymore. Sometimes, Matt, like like because I'm thinking about a kid growing up in the '90s. You know what I mean? When I was a kid growing up in the '90s, if you told me that I would go into a business, a legitimate business, and be able To smoke weed in there, buy weed products in there, and get mushrooms in there, and do mushrooms in there, and then then perform a comedy set after all of that? I'd have been like, nah! Nah, there, yeah. there's no way that's ever going to be a thing that happens.
0: No, yeah, it but does. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, it does. Again, you're talking to the the old man that run, young people ruin everything. Uh, this was like a, a – when I, uh, my 15-year-old – because I said this when the, the COVID happened and we were locked down. I said, my 15-year-old self, if I could go back in time and tell my 15-year-old self this, he'd be like, get the fuck out of here, old man. But right. I'm sitting at home – waiting for somebody to deliver me a big bag of weed, and the government's paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 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 (laughs) Right. Uh, That would be enough to get me to jerk off at 15, like, oh, (laughs) I can't wait.
2: (laughs) Back then, yeah, you'd be like, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm gonna come harder than I've ever came before.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: no, for real. So, yeah, you know,
0: uh, (laughs) now, uh, football. Where did the Detroit Lions like fifty-two point underdogs on that in that game? Like, oh scored? yeah,
2: dude. I like, uh, but I will say this: uh, uh, Travis uh, Kelsey was injured, so the the Kansas City Chiefs were down a pretty key player. But it it certainly didn't come down to that. I mean, the pick six definitely was. You know, I mean, in in my opinion, there's no way that you can't say. That that's not what really decided the game. You well, know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, so coming back, though, full circle to me being a fucking selling asshole today. Uh, we want to we wanna make it so that we, we can pay for Willie to do the news every day. Because you're fucking loving it. I know you're fucking loving it. And uh, so the best way to do that, if you're a gambling person. <laughs> On the com right now, we have two offers. Uh, uh, BetanySport.eu, there's a link there, or MyBookie.com. Use either one of them. And bet your ass off this weekend so we can pay Willie to come back and keep doing the news. That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you want me to do any reads for any of those, I'll certainly do that. Just let me know what you want. I would love to do an ad read for any of those.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I I don't really – the uh, butt plug thing. I haven't I had formal copy. I haven't done that in a while, but
2: I would, uh, I would yeah, I would definitely I would love to do <laughs> While <laughs> I was on fun. the
0: plastic toxicity stuff, I thought it was important to remember that one of our sponsors, uh, listen, most people don't know this. Uh, that the there are bans on children's toys for toxicity and and chemicals they can put in and children's toys because they put them in their mouth and then some things they don't even put in their mouth they're just touching them but they make sure there are laws protecting children from having toys that have toxic chemicals in them no regulations as far as butt plugs and dildos and things you put in in your body if you're an adult but uh is dedicated to only bringing you non-toxic butt plugs dildos Ball gags and, and the like. Uh, I, I've never tried their product. Um, I'm never going to try their product. I love Tiffany, who, who runs the company. She's been on the program. Uh, but uh, as we mentioned, I have ass problems. And just conceptual problems about the ass. I think it deserves an exit-only sign. I think it should be left out of the equation and off the menu. That's-
2: well, my wife and I would be happy to product test anything they wanted.
0: <laughs> well, no. Uh, well, maybe. But one of the things she offers was as a service, not just a product. She will come to your house and watch you have sex and coach you through how to do it right. You Yo, t- you, mean, t-
2: you mean t- you mean what? What you really mean is that she's gonna take some notes and then take those notes and coach some other people, because I got some razzle dazzle, my friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but just, <laughs> it's, like, it's like anything. Like, listen, even the, the I don't even know Otani is that his name? Uh, uh, the the best player in baseball right now. Even he has coaches who can help him improve his game. So, yes
2: so. yes true yeah
0: and uh you know so don't be thinking you can do it even again just because you might in your mind be winning the triple crown doesn't mean you still can't up your game a little bit and tiffany will no that's true have- that
2: that that is a hundred percent you can you can always always get better always would, get better i, I will be say this though i will say this though when when wife number two and i uh, got divorced like um, while we were separated it was like during the di- the process of the divorce or whatever but and I think we had been together um, a couple you know like 18 months or so at that point but she um, uh, we end up hooking up or whatever and I pulled out a trick that she hadn't seen yet right and the so card I check. did this thing yeah 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 it was, yeah it was a card trick. Uh but so I I do this and like bro the look the look on her face changed immediately. Like her eyebrows raised a little bit and she just like, "Whoa." She's like, "Where did Where did you learn that?" I'm like, I'm like I didn't I'm like I'm like I've known this a long time." She's like She's like and you're just now pulling. I'm like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, not think me needed the episode on
0: Seinfeld. Remember the move episode? And Costanza had to write it down on his hand.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And he got sweaty or something, right? <laughs> Isn't that what happened? <laughs> okay, I love Seinfeld. That's one of my favorite shows of all time.
0: Kelly says, i uh, buy one for your wife, and you can review it for uh, for you." Now, here's the thing: maybe we should have an unboxing video and demonstration video, and we could put it on Amazon Prime and and get some affiliate cash happening that way as a influencer and demonstrator of a product yeah
2: you know my wife actually has a pretty good tiktok following she was talking about doing some kind of unboxing video the other day
0: yeah well for toxic non-toxic dildos and butt plugs and ball gags and i don't know is it called a ball gag? it's a ball that you should it's just a gag right
2: yeah and then yeah yeah i don't need those though listen so that's for like okay so i I don't know if you know this about me but i kind of like to be whipped (laughs) and uh, and, uh, uh so ball gags are usually used in situations where you're like you know whipping the other uh so that they don't scream out or whatever but uh i just focus and don't don't scream. I think we talked about it because when I was in Sturgis, I, I got whipped by the waitress in Sturgis. Um, and I didn't like she gave me five lashes and I gave her zero response. And like, uh, <laughs> that's why yesterday when you were talking about pain and how you know it's our body telling us that I'm like, dude, I shut that off all the time. <laughs> like, like, wow, pain, pain is a state of mind. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter.
0: Oh, all right. Um, uh, now I don't, uh, I don't partake in whipping either. Uh, but <laughs> hey, listen, if you're gonna eat ass. You might as well get whipped for it.
2: That's you know oh. what I'm saying. You know, you might as well go the whole nine. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Uh, Inches, anyway. Uh, anyway, you don't so um, ass eating before breakfast generally.
2: <laughs> uh, this is some great morning conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yesterday, I had mentioned to you what a uh, uh, Don Don Imus was a big uh, influence on me, and uh, I said I wanted to find some stuff for him from his uh, the prime part of his career, so I could share that with you. And I went and I was looking through it. Now, Imus got in a lot of trouble for being uh, called a racist because he, he called a uh, woman. Uh, I think it was uh, Penn, No, uh, Seton Hall University's uh, nappy uh, women's basketball. Yeah, her nappy hair or N- something like that. Nappy headed yeah. hose, and he called them Jigaboos.
2: Wow. Okay, but, that's a super bad one,
0: though. Right, that is a, a very bad one. But I think that came from Bernard McGirt, uh, who was his producer, who was definitely far more uh, racist. But then I look back at, because I was looking from. I it's from the seventies and eighties. He was the uh, prime guy pushing for Jesse Jackson for president. Uh, and then that, that doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't racist, but I mean, it's hard to be a racist and be a guy early on pushing for a black president and all. So I don't, I never bought into the fact that he was racist, but uh, he made some stupid mistakes, but I think Bernie was a bad influence on, on that. Bernard McGirt, the late Bernard McGirt, for uh, as funny as he was, was a racist fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, there's no two, two ways about it. And uh, but he he added so much to the program, and I think it's like anything—you get in a room full of guys who are just joking, and get, and you get get carried away. Locker room talk, that kind of stuff. It is. A- I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess you know when I was younger, like I I think the for myself there was a lot i didn't understand because because you for me there was so much i and even now i still have a hard time understanding racism because i grew up around all white people you know what i mean like, like i did not like i did not physically encounter a person that wasn't white until i was 12 years old you know what i mean yeah. and so like Uh, Race issues have always been a little bit confusing to me or whatever. But I think that when I was younger, like I kind of went along and didn't mind those sessions of, you know, uh, locker room talk or whatever. Um, But like, as I've gotten older and as my understanding has grown, like I don't participate in in that kind of stuff anymore. Like, like I'll just walk away. Like and and even like even if I'm at a job, if, you know I've had uh, warehouse jobs or whatever. If if jokes start getting to that kind of, I'll just walk away because yeah. I, me personally and you know and but you know um, I'm also not one to run around telling everybody how to talk. I don't enjoy that stuff. So I don't participate in it. When I start hearing it, I just like, and I won't even say anything because to me, it like, like, if I do say anything at all, it would be like, Oh, well, like, if this is what's up, then I'm going to go and I'll just, and I'll just go, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And because, and I do, I probably do have a tendency to do that because I do like, like I don't want to make a fuss about it. But I also want to let people know that I don't think this is okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go step over here. I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah, you I get know,
0: it. Uh, yeah. And, but uh, the kind of finding now. This is uh, changing gears, but switching gears, but not really on the Iman stuff. I went and I found some stuff from the seventies. listened to it. It's kind of like I'm. My nostalgia and my memory of of the influence that he had on me and the uh the show had on me. I'm the morning show had on me, is over exaggerated in my mind. It's like going back to your junior high school and saying, Holy shit, this thing is fucking small. Right. Uh, Yeah, I'm listening and like loads of commercials, loads of bullshit traffic and weather every, you know, couple of minutes and that kind of stuff. So in between the jokes, like you could listen to an hour show and maybe get three really funny bits in an hour. And most of it was traffic and weather or commercials that are really irrelevant and all that kind of stuff. It was a little disappointing. I'm not able to find the, the stuff that in the back of my mind was the funniest stuff. Uh, that uh, radio uh, ever produced, in my mind. And uh, I had Rob Bartlett, who was on, on, on that program, on this show, and he was one of the funniest parts of that show. Charles McCord, which is why I wanted to present it to you, was a news guy, but basically Charles was a... He came from the really serious... He was a serious newsman. And then when he hooked up it with Imus by accident in the morning, he would just happen to be there. Imus was still drunk. And he would comment on the news stuff and like that would go on. So a news read would be a half an hour long. It was supposed to be a three-minute, four-minute segment going into the hour. Charles would come on and read the news. Everything he would do, he, I, Imus would either... Giggle at or make a comment on, and then they get in an argument, and I was like, that's what I want to do that's where you know basically right. the guy trying to read the news seriously and this the host just like, what the fuck that guy's a fucking right. spineless, wh-. and everybody he like my he's going off on michael Dukakis. Probably. yeah if-
2: if you So, if you don't want me to blow through it so fast, if you want me to kind of slow down and let you not, react did, to it, I, I did, mean, I, I did, can I do I think what you're
0: doing is fine, and right now I'm reacting uh, just by laughing and stuff. Right, If there's right. uh, there something... That I feel like I should stop you on and say, "Oh, this we need to talk about this right now." I okay. will, but I don't think so far we haven't hit that part. I'm making like and, kind of mental notes of, "Oh, we got to talk about the weed, the weed lady, because I'm 1,200 pounds of weed, all that kind of stuff, and the John Denver thing with the country stuff, <laughs> right?" And, um, and you know,
2: also, if if you uh, if you do end up deciding that you want the links to the stories, because because every story I do. Is you know because I mean I I scour the internet and I find uh, stories that interest me and then I read those stories in my way but I do like to at least somewhat cite where I got the story from so um, but if uh, like I think I think it would be beneficial to the listening audience. If they wanted to, I think it would be cool if if we had links to the story to the stories that I actually get my news from.
0: Yeah, the problem is YouTube is taking that away from us. Uh, I think we are, I got like two more weeks before uh, they actually take the ability to uh, put links in the descriptions that actually work. Uh, but we could always put them in in the banner stuff. But uh, so they redesigned the YouTube. Thing where now my channel will have relevant links to every place that I would want to send them website stuff, but within the description of the stuff, the links won't work anymore. Starting, I don't know, mid October or something like that. Really? Or mid September, actually. Yeah.
2: That's stupid. You know, one of the things about Facebook that makes me so mad is so I share my Star Maker lives when I go live on Star Maker. Nobody sees those no like nobody sees them in real time like right. they might see them three days later or whatever because I'm sharing a link that takes you away from Facebook so Facebook's just not gonna put it in the fucking algorithm and and so you know I'm trying to promote my fucking live but can you,
0: can you download it and then re-upload it to Facebook? From do, download it from Starmaker to your phone or computer or whatever, and then go to Facebook and upload it there. What do you mean? You do the video on Starmaker, and once it's done, you uh, can download it, get and then now you have the video on your machine and then go over to Facebook and upload it to Facebook as you know, now so I can't taking them away from Facebook
2: not not with my lives. Like I could do covers like I can I can make a cover on Starmaker and um i can put it on my youtube um that that's i think the only platform that i can actually transfer a video to and even then the video quality is I know. it's yeah. always not that great right. like um but but yeah i can do uh, i can put it on my youtube channel from StarMaker, and i do have some of my covers on my youtube some of my covers that i made on star maker are on my youtube
0: channel did you um do a boy na- a boy named Sue?
2: During my live yesterday, yeah, I did. And you know what? I was thinking about um I'll probably just do um a video. If you want, I can do I I can make a video and um upload it to my YouTube.
0: Some people on Twitter asked me to do it yesterday because I, I I mentioned that, you know, out of all the Johnny Cash songs, nobody ever uh nobody ever requests that one. That's one that no and then I love said- that song. People I said, I'm requesting song. it now. I got a couple of places people were saying, I'd love to hear that now. Like, oh, really, you'd love to hear it. I was just being fucking stupid. Because I was bringing up what kind of what kind of bullshit it it would cause among the political uh, pundits, uh boy named Sue, in today's atmosphere where everything is, uh, drag queens are going to uh, ruin society. Right. Uh, transgenderism is, is the devil no well and it's...
2: really if you had a song called the boy named sue today it would probably be about a transgender right you right. know what i mean <laughs> like
0: or even just a message of that song where his father gave him that name because it was going to make him tough and, uh, and learn how to fight because we're we're so conflicted about what is what's the role of a man what were we supposed to be i you know how you you know gender roles and and how they're defined and we, uh, it's all right. fucking crazy. Like, mind your own business. That's what I like. You know, let, <laughs> let people do, live their own lives however the fuck they want to live it, and mind your own business. How about that? Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, that's my. I started off on, like a whirlwind on this plastic shit because I am really. I mean, our phones, everything—it's fucking everywhere, and it—it's it, it, driving me nuts. And especially when a kid wants to fucking argue with me, then. <laughs> they're lying to you everybody's lying to you about um all the stuff and now i i mentioned the flat earth people are back on me attacking me in
2: right somewhere. yeah what's up with that
0: every once in a while somebody shares uh a, a video i think it's the, the zach and zen one uh that where i wasn't present and they debated with uh uh dave flat
2: Flatter, Earth dave
0: yeah was
2: Zinn on that show too
0: yeah, yeah, Zinn. Zin, I Zin, thought
2: it was just Zach.
0: No, Zach, it was supposed to be just Zach. Zinn invited himself in. This is a fucking stuff that drives me crazy about Mike Zinn, which is why uh, he he wanted to. The conversation was going to be about Flat Earth, and Zinn takes Flat Earth Dave, who doesn't know fucking shit about anything other than Flat Earth. That's all his life is. It revolves around. <laughs> right. Um,
2: Does it, it revolve it was, though and, if it's flat?
0: Well, that's what I mean. But (laughs) he he wants to talk about spiritual. Oh, oh, what do you believe about God and spirit and consciousness? And like, stop fucking making it about your agenda. This show was about Zach wanting to talk about flat earth with a flat earther and you fucking imposing your fucking agenda on it. And that's the kind of stuff that drives me crazy about him. It's like everything's got to come back to. Let's talk about what I want to talk about. Anyway.
2: Flips. I'm probably bad at that too, I bet.
0: <laughs> it flips because it's flat. Yeah. <laughs> like a coin. Yeah.
1: All right. Whatever.
0: So they're back on, on me, but also now uh, the climate change guys are. Uh, the climate change is a hoax, guys. And uh, it's just so fucking stupid. Listen, you don't have
2: to. I mean, nothing's going to nothing make... gonna matter when the nukes go off.
0: <laughs> well, it could. I, I speaking of weed deals in back in the seventies, I had a weed dealer friend who was a pretty smart guy. Uh, and he said, listen, human, b- human beings have the ability to adapt. Well, if we, if we've proven anything over the last several million years is that no matter what happens on earth, we adapt to it. Ice ages, you know, meteorites, uh, asteroids, all of it, dinosaurs, every, <laughs> everything, We find a way to adapt, and he said after a nuclear war, we might not be the same, but we'll find a way to adapt to it and evolve and grow and still prosper because human beings survive anything. Now, eventually, the planet will no longer be. Yeah, And,
2: and we'll probably grow and adapt into a more grayish being with bigger heads and
0: bigger eyes. Oh, you're back on the time, time.
2: <laughs>
0: no. no, well, that could, that could happen. That could might. Happen. I,
2: I, I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna happen, bro. Well, again, because okay, so no this is one of the things about all the UFO stuff that I found really interesting. As the take on the take, the big this is this should be. The biggest takeaway for anything you know about UFOs or UF UAFs or whatever the fuck they want to call them and UAPs, right? That'd when they were asked, when these guys were asked if these were if, if these non-human beings were if we should consider them threats, right. Right. They said, no, I don't I don't I don't think they mean us harm. Well how can how can we know that? Well the answer to that question, basically, if they wanted to undo us, they could do it in an instant. And if that was their mind, they'd have done it already. That's the scariest shit you can tell me about these beings. Well you know may- what I mean?
0: maybe maybe not, maybe not, maybe not.
2: Like So, but it would make sense that if there are, you know, if they're the byproduct of, you know, nuclear fallout and stuff like that, well, of course, they don't want to end this. They are us.
0: Wait, wait (laughs) a minute. Yeah, that that would make sense. But also, I'm going to poke a hole in your basic premise there that they if they could uh, do away with this, they would. Now, I'm sure. I I'm absolutely positive cuz I lived it in New Mexico. If you walk out into a cattle ranch to go pet a cow, it probably thinks, "Oh, well, he doesn't mean me any harm. If if he if he wanted to kill me, he could kill me." And so you're out there and you're, all these cows have the same idea, the farmer is a nice guy until right. he says, <laughs> until, "Okay, until go you this in the way head. And yeah. get in the truck." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it, it could be yeah. The, yeah. Way, could just be waiting for yeah the
2: time's not right yeah for sure yeah for sure
0: yeah that's all of that uh and you know but yeah i don't find that to be comforting yeah
2: like they say it like it's some comforting thing i don't find that fucking comforting at all bro yeah
0: because
2: that means they can decide that shit any motherfucking time (laughs)
0: i'm i'm of the tommy chung listen tommy Tommy's a a stoner and all that kind of stuff, but he does have a lot of wisdom. Uh, uh, His uh, take on it, and I I agree with him wholeheartedly. If you look at what we're doing, if there's life on Mars, and I don't think there's life on Mars, but what it would say is these are alien visitations here. It's drones. We're sending drones to other planets. We're not sending people. And I think if there were uh, an intelligent being out there or whatever, intelligent uh, beings sending stuff here. They're not going to be sending them. They'll be sending drones. They'll be sending machines. Why Why risk people or your brother, your sister or whatever – you know, I don't know what they are. I don't want to call them people. But why? Speaking
2: risk- of drone, my my wife's been seeing something. the the same thing, like the same thing that you described for the lights or whatever. She didn't say any. Like I couldn't get her to describe the shape to me, but she said her and her co-workers all saw a UFO or UAF or whatever you want to call it now, um or UAP, whatever. Um,
0: what the T W T F? What the fuck?
2: That's yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? But um uh she did but when she described it to me, she described the the, the a light structure on the bottom very much like what you described scene. Yeah, like like without and she hasn't heard what you said. So when she was using like the exact same description, I'm like, fuck, this is the same fucking shit Matt's seeing. god yeah. damn
0: it. you know. I think though, what I saw was a drone too. I mean because it was it seemed to be flat. I mean or not necessarily like paper thin flat, but it was too flat to have from what I could tell to have a person in it. And I do think it was military related uh but so I think it's drones. I think we're seeing a lot of drones or experimental aircraft and that kind of stuff experimental yeah. aircraft. I did see one the other night uh, after that. It was Wednesday night. I was out again smoking a joint, sitting in my lawn chair. But this was not that. This was the size of a, a small one-seater plane. like a, a. But it stopped over the trees where I was. It was pretty high up. But I'm thinking this is a fucking drone, but not a drone like I could go out and buy. This is a drone that, like, uh, FedEx was experimenting with for deliveries and stuff like that. It was a, right. as big as a Volkswagen. <laughs> but it, it did something a plane can't do, which is stop all, in midair. I mean, helicopters can do that and in, in hover. But this thing was just too stationary for... And it wasn't... Ever, 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 no supersonic movement at all. When it was moving, it was moving kind of slow. And then it just stopped. So, whatever. I don't think... Uh, I'm not a ufologist now. Ian says I'm a ufologist now. I'm not. I've been um with the UFO thing for 45 years. My first guest on my old radio show was uh George Dixon from the MUFON Network, uh, and uh he was. He, we had lots of crashes on Long Island at that time. There was a Santa Marichas crash, and he said he, people at uh, the Montauk base had craft then you, you know residue of a, a crash you know that kind of stuff um so all yeah i've been on the UFO, ufo stuff like that but i've never been one to think that it's alien beings i just don't think that i think it's always been the united states military which is why i think congress is so willing to have these talks now making it seem like aliens are visiting because they'd rather us not spill the beans about what our UFO, uh, what our military capability is, and what exactly we're doing, and not let us know about that kind of stuff. Anyway, I could be wrong about all that fucking shit. Who knows? Who knows? That's what I'm saying. Right, uh, right.
2: And the people that do know, like, like you know, the, the 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 biggest problem about all of this is that like. They have literally created a situation where there is no way that we can really know what to believe.
0: About anything. Right. uh, Like like, Kennedy assassination or Vietnam or any of it. We
2: don't know the motherfucking truth about anything. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it's dude, it and you know. For people that want to sit around and say that we don't need things to change, like you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Listen, I think I think we're due for some serious upgrades to how we conduct ourselves, you know.
0: All right. uh, I, uh well now you're talking about like the uh what's her name, Patricia Corey, who have got me banned. Uh she says we are being upgraded. Anyway, Green Space Long Island of greenspace.com. <laughs> uh
2: I didn't mean upgraded like that.
3: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are being upgraded, though. I mean, uh, just through evolutionary process. But before right. you, you're talking just about... Just growing his people. Yeah, if they wanted to uh, do away with us. I was thinking of the uh, Twilight Zone to serve man. Are you, are you familiar with to serve man? Mike... Uh, m- Mike... Wallace? Mike Wallace? 60 Minutes Mike Wallace was on uh, Rod Sterling's original Twilight Zone as an alien. and uh, They had brought back with them a book called To Serve Man and everybody thought wow, that's nice. These aliens are here. They're going to serve us. But it was a cookbook, To Serve Man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> That's great. That, that's what that's made great. me kind of think about the cows and the and the herding of all that stuff. Yeah, they might not be right. going away with us now. They're waiting till it's time to serve dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We could be all be just swelling green is people, and ass eating is also people. So wrap this all up to bring it back to one big circle. Maybe we are our own aliens eating humans from the ass out or from the ass in. Maybe maybe I'm an alien and don't know it. Well, no, I'm not an ass eater. But maybe you, Mr. Ass I think eater. Tom I have like, a I
2: have a I have a projection of what that sounds like. Yeah.
0: You know what? <laughs> I think my mustache I I'm gonna end this show with I think my mustache is on crooked. I think I gotta I gotta fix it. Must, <laughs> let me see. Hold on a second. Let me get a bigger view of me here.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, yeah that's definitely yeah,
0: crooked. You see? This side it needs to become a I'm fucked. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> notice my mustache was on crooked. I gotta take the whole thing off and retape it on. Fuck. Hey,
2: what do you think happened to me? Dude? <laughs> like, I got way less facial hair than the other day. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it, your, your facial hair smells like my balls for some reason. I don't know. I I, I, I don't even want to conjecture. No, it smells I like it, I ass. thought
2: it would smell like my wife's ass. But... I, I was gonna
0: say it probably smells like your wife's ass. <laughs> well, it's time to get lunch, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm hungry now.
0: Yeah, I know you are. All right. Well, thanks for being here today. Uh with the news was always uh stimulating and, and thought provoking and uh a little bit scary, a little bit scary. I mean, so bottom line, and I know you're not a prognosticator. Detroit Lions are they gonna um, are they gonna continue uh, to surprise people and actually make a run for it, or was this just one anomaly? Uh, and they're gonna no, they're gonna people?
2: be the third best team in the NFC North.
0: <laughs> third best, three? There's only three in that one. Uh, no, there's three. four. Oh, well, um,
2: <laughs> but the packer, uh, I I imagine the Packers will actually do worse than the Lions in the NFC North this year. The NFC North. I'm a Bears fan, so that's my division. So I know a lot of. It. That's that's, but the the Lions will finish third in the NFC North. It'll be it'll be the Bears, the Vikings, the Lions, and the Packers. Well, That's once all again, good. That, that is my prediction on how the it will end up in the NFC North at the end of the season.
0: You know what? Maybe we should try on Fridays do a picks of the week so people can go to mybookie.com or at I would love I would
2: t- I will totally do picks. We can keep track of picks if we want. I would do picks. I let's, would love to do that.
0: Let's start picks next week. And I I you know okay. I, I gotta start learning uh, following NFL again and, and do some picks on that as well. Uh i uh, yeah. I not that mine are gonna have any meaning. But, you know, it's 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 a fun thing to do and maybe maybe uh maybe people will bet their house because of our bad advice, lose their house, become homeless. Well, and then we
2: get and- to For months, I've been telling people to put just just listen. I know this is going to sound dumb, okay? But it's ten dollars, okay? Put a ten dollar bet on the Chicago Bears to win the Super Bowl, and the reason I say that is because the payout on that is like six thousand to one. You know what I mean? So it's a ten dollar
0: bet, and you can win seventy
2: fucking grand if they do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's crazy.
0: Let's all That's do crazy. it. But no, if we all do it, that will change the yeah, odds. Yeah,
2: that change. That'll change it. Yeah, that'll change it. Yeah, for sure.
0: I'm not to promote uh, gambling here because gambling. Uh, anybody who should know, I should know. Gambling can fucking ruin lives. Uh, can really be a terrible thing uh well I
2: mean, and that's why i do like you know
0: i say you know put ten dollars on something like that right.
2: you know the, yeah i'm not a big uh, i'm not big on the gambling side either i like to do very low control you know like i just throw a line out there every once in a while and if it catches it catches if not you know i've probably been blessed that i i've never won anything big you know what i mean like so whenever i go to a casino or do anything like that it's always i always you know i'm just looking for my free play playing a little small ball i might play twenty dollars or something like that like if my wife and i go together to the casino like we already have an allotment of, of, of a pretty small amount that we're willing to lose right and um, anything beyond that like and when i win i'm a weird person when i win i put the money that i put in away Immediately, I immediately put that in a different pocket and only play with my winnings the rest of the time.
0: A different pocket. I thought you were going to say I would wire it to my bank or something like that. Oh well, I, I mean, it who
2: does pocket. who does that kind of crazy shit? I mean, if you can't have any self control, don't go to a casino. When call was, a number. Yeah. When you when know, I was
0: eleven years old. My parents uh took me to uh, California. I was babysitting for my cousin who was one year old now i'm 11 i'm watching my cousin as my father my mother and my aunt and uncle go to vegas and leave me in la watching my my uh cousin who was 10 years younger than me uh and they went to uh la now we met up with my father's gambling partner at the time who was a woman this woman janet she was this 1969 1970 uh and she was up they called me they were going, going to be spending an extra day in Vegas, she was up $160,000 1970 dollars, $160,000 she left there losing like $7,000 or something like that.
2: Wow that's that's bananas yeah, never never in a million years would I let that happen to myself
0: right uh, yeah, so that, that's what, that's typical people when they get up, they just don't know when to fucking walk away and say okay, this is enough yeah. But I get up
2: I get up eighty dollars and I'm practically running out of the casino.
3: The argument can be
0: made that uh, you know, if what if she would have stopped at a hundred when she was up a hundred uh ten thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, she would have walked away, she wouldn't have got that extra sixty. So that's that thing where you could always win more, but you could always lose it all. So
2: yeah no well and i've done that so you know i played quite a bit of texas hold'em back in the day and this is this is a long time ago this is back before i went to prison i was gambling at the argosy casino uh which was a riverboat casino in sioux city iowa back in the day it's uh it's closed down um but um, I was playing Texas Hold'em there, and this is where I learned the rule. There, I don't know if you know this, but there's a like a kind of an unwritten rule in Texas Hold'em that um, you're uh, don't play the hand before you cash out. Like, like, um, like if you're if you're of the mind to cash out, like don't play another hand. You know what I mean? Um, and the reason that is 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 you you generally will find yourself losing a significant amount of money on an exiting hand. Like if I – and I don't know, you know, like like, I'm sure there's a reason that they've created this unwritten rule, but, boy, I found out the hard way because I was probably sitting at like somewhere around $770 worth of chips, you know, and I was like – I was like, well, I think I think if I get up to 800, I'll just cash out. Let's play one more hand, right? And I end up getting involved in a hand, and it was like, to be fair, I don't really remember the basics of it, but as the hand developed, I ended up being all in with the only other person at the table that could cover me wow. and lost everything you know, like $770 in a hand, you know, uh, when, you know, and I just bought into that game for a hundred bucks or whatever. Like the fact that I didn't cash that out, like that one instance cemented in me that I was like, I'll never do that again. Yeah. I'm like, never, never again. Well, if I, if I think to myself, I want to cash out, I'm leaving the fucking table.
0: So uh, let, me, let me just tell you, there was a uh, philosopher. It was uh, it, from way back in time. It was, it, uh, uh, Kenneth Rogers, I believe is his name. He said, you got to know when to hold him. Know when to walk God, away. God damn and, it. And no when Fuck to <laughs>
2: he, You he never a, count your money when you're sitting at the table.
0: Right. He said no, that. You, you, read, you, read, you read his Oh uh, Yeah. yeah. You know, ah! I, I probably will do that this Sunday. I won't do A Boy Named Sue, but I will do uh, The Gambler.
2: I but. love that song. That's another song I know word for word, 100%. Wow.
0: Yeah, I, I actually know that one pretty pretty well.
2: I mean, I don't know if you know this, but my, fir- my first nickname in in prison, actual prison, uh, was radio because I would just, bro, I was like a fucking radio. I would just sing out in the cell hall, so wait like a because we didn't have TVs or radios or nothing like that. So I would just sing.
0: So uh, I'm just reading your sheet here. It says uh, AKA Tug Job Willie. When did that? Uh, <laughs>
3: Tug
0: Job Willie, that tugboat. Because there were, I think Mickey Mouse's first real name uh, was was Tugboat Willie, but I call him Tug Job Willie. <laughs> Uh, oh my God! Cookie Mouse. Ah, right, anyway, that's a show for today. What do you think? That was a good show. That wasn't a good show. That was a terrible show. Know, it was like,
2: a great I, show. What are you talking about? It's always, always a great time with you, Matt.
0: Your your segment was good. I was, uh, I got a little emotional about the plastic stuff. Uh, GD was good. Uh, it's always good. It's good I
2: was great.
0: You were crap. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thanks. I got gigs tonight. I'm I'm in uh, Gocha Dioro 2 tonight, uh, back there, and hopefully it will rain, And because if it rains, people will be more likely to go inside. If not, the people are going to be out at the beaches and having fun there. I hope it rains so all the beaches are closed, so everybody comes to see me at Gocha. <laughs> and then we're... Where am I tomorrow? Tomorrow, I might save the bay. I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. I might uh, save the bay. $135 to come see the Rocket 45s, but that money goes towards uh, saving the bay, the Great South Bay, which is definitely experiencing some stuff of a climate change. Last thing on this climate change thing, because they've got fucking people on, they, they know how to fucking push my button to trigger me. My friend Phil, Surfer Phil, who lives in Setauket, Long Island, which is on the Sound, he's born on the South Shore, now a North Shore guy. Every morning he says dolphins in the Long Island Sound and which is not normal. I was trying to explain this to my wife. Dolphins are warm blooded. It's too fucking hot in Florida. The water is too hot for them. They're warm blooded. They like warm water. It's too fucking hot in Florida. They came up to Long Island to live in the, the Long Island Sound. That if that's not an indication that the waters are definitely heating up. I don't know what what it takes to get you to believe this, but schools of Dolphin every morning, especially late summer, is uh, really uh, indicative that water is boiling. The water is boiling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, climate change is real. The the debate, if you want to have a debate about it, is can we do anything to stop it? Does it matter if we try... And all those kind of things are up for debate. Does man, you know, what what is our contri- contribution to it, and how if, how can we stop it? But to deny it's happening, you need to slap in the, in the face on that kind of yeah. Thing. But I've been getting a lot of hate mail and comments on YouTube about uh, you, it's a hoax, man. It's a fucking hoax. It's not a hoax. They want you to believe it's a hope. So the people who corporations who want to keep you addicted to fossil fuel fuels and all that kind of stuff. All right. Time to time to leave. Let, let me get some more hate mail happening. And uh, I guess we'll see you Monday. Right.
2: Yeah. Have a great weekend, Matt.
0: All right. You too. Uh, enjoy. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. So great. Uh, William Conway, also known as uh, Willie Cronkite, also known as Tugjob Willie uh, or Horatio. I don't know. He's got a lot of a lot of aliases. Tugboat uh, Tug Job Willie is my favorite, though. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, have uh, an ass sandwich for lunch, and I hope you uh, do the same. It is issues with Andy's day. I hope you enjoy. It. I almost reached out to Andy to come on the show today because he's got a big gig, a couple of big gigs next week. Uh, I'm sure he wants to promote. Although we have a very small listenership in Bisbee, Arizona, and Tucson, Arizona, where those gigs are gonna be. Uh, but September 14th and 15th, 14th is in Tucson, Arizona, at uh, buttloads. No, but, uh, but <laughs> I forget the name, something with a B. <laughs> it's uh, a club that Christine does her show at every week. Well, now it's Billy Wayne Davis, Christine Levine, and Andy Andrus, uh, hosted by. The one and ugly, only one and ugly. The one and (laughs) only Doug Stanhope, and uh, at the Shady Dell on September fifteenth, by the uh, hosted also by the one and ugly uh, (laughs) Doug Stanhope, with I'm not going to say anymore. I'm not. I stopped myself there. Did you see how I stopped myself there? I wanted to say something and I didn't. You'll find out next week when it happens, and then you'll say, "Dog, why didn't you say something?" Well, because. I'm not allowed to, but I would, and I am kind of in a very indirect way. I wonder how Carl's doing today. Anyway, bye for now. That was a great show. Uh, Don't forget to turn on your radio. It wasn't really a great show, but don't forget to turn on your radio anyway. uh, See me at Goshi tonight. Bye for now.